0: IU women's basketball back in action tonight as they dive headfirst into Big Ten play. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of Locked on Hoosiers on this fine Thursday. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. We are your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. Today on the docket, we're going to preview the IU women's basketball team. Should be a shorter episode today for you guys. They are back in action this evening. Not this evening. This afternoon, a three p.m. tip-off against Michigan State as they kick off uh, Big Ten play. Not kickoff, but this is. There's no more non-conference games. We're well and truly into Big Ten play. I don't really like playing Big Ten game. Like your the the two Big Ten games you play in December always feel so odd to me. I um I like there being kind of a a hard cut a hard line between. This is your non-conference schedule. This is your conference schedule. Maybe that's my old man take of the day. Indiana, though, as I said, this is not an evening game. This is a very odd 3 p.m. game. If you guys are at work, whatever it is, you can turn on Big Ten Network Plus. You can find the game uh, on your local radio station, stream it online, something like that to get you through the end of your workday if you are working this week. It will take place at the Breslin Center. IU is on the road in this one, and as I said, will be on BTN+. Plus. This is a series, even for the success Indiana's had in the last few years, not a series the Hoosiers have controlled or or won decisively as they have with a lot of their Big Ten opponents in recent seasons. Over the last 13 games, they're just 8-5. and five. Really kind of alternating wins and losses for the most part. And before that 8-5 and five stretch, they had lost seven straight games. So in the last 20 games, they are 8-12 and 12 against Michigan State. They did win the meeting last year, 76-58. to 58. They were supposed to play two times. The second of those games was initially postponed due to the COVID outbreak Indiana had. And then eventually, they could not make it up. At the end of the season, so they never met a second time. The one game they did have, the Hoosiers won seventy six to fifty eight. It was a game probably Grace Berger's best game statistically last season: twenty nine points, seven rebounds, three assists, nine to seventeen from the field, eleven of eleven from the line. Uh, she was awesome in that game. There was a Grace Berger update since we're on the topic. Uh, she. Terry Morin spoke about her during the Zoom press conference on Wednesday. It wasn't any kind of firm update. Her quote was, "Uh, It certainly will be left up to Grace and how she feels, but every day she's doing a little bit better, which is really, really good. Really good spirit. She's moving along nicely right now. Again, there's not any kind of firm update there, but she is moving along. Again, as you read between the lines more and more, it certainly sounds like she's going to be back this season, which you're avoiding the worst-case scenario. That is fantastic news to hear. Um, if it, it sounds like it could be something similar uh, to what Mackenzie Holmes had last year, which kept her out for a couple weeks. I think it ended up being around two months that she missed. If that's the case, you're looking at mid to late January for a return for her. And then you're able to finish out big 10 play and head into the tournament. Knock on wood, hopefully healthy. That's a lot of speculation on my end, but she's, she's getting closer, which, which is important and which is a big deal for Indiana. Like I said, uh, Going back to this series, IU is 31-47 and all-time against Michigan State. So just not a program that the Hoosiers have done well against historically in really any kind of sense. Their last win in East Lansing was the 2017-18 season. So five years since they last won a road game against Michigan State. In a lot of ways, though, this is a... A good game to for Indiana to kick off not kick off again, dive into to Big Ten play because this is a, a tough Michigan State team. They they are gonna play in a way to where if you're not ready to play them, you're going to struggle in this game. So having to get up for a game like that is big for Indiana. Having to focus on this one is is really big. And the Hoosiers are, are going to have a, a tough task ahead of them in this contest. It's also a chance for you to kind of set a tone as they start moving in a, into Big Ten play. If you come out of the gates and you get a big win in this contest, really are, are decisive in how you play this game and don't let Michigan State hang around. Just really take control and win a road Big Ten game. It could really set a tone for how Indiana is going to attack this Big Ten schedule. It's pretty light early on. Um, Michigan State, Nebraska is going to be tough. Maryland is in there. Both those are home games, though. They still have to go to Illinois, and that was a tough home game. But compared to how the end of their schedule is, it's a much softer Big Ten schedule, the Big Ten Women's Basketball Conference is really stepping up in quality. So there aren't really easy games necessarily, but again, relative to what Indiana is going to have to face over the final month of the season, this is an easier start to the schedule. So IU comes out, wins authoritatively in this one. It'd be a great sign for the start of Big Ten play. Let's dive into this Michigan State team, get a sense of what IU is going to be up against. Before we do that, let's talk about our friends over at Bet Online. They're your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. I looked it up before we went live. The NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament Future Odds. South Carolina is your runaway favorite right now. I had to pinch myself, make sure I was on the right page, all that stuff. Indiana is joint fourth in terms of the best odds to win the national title in women's basketball. South Carolina's one, Stanford's two. That's how they've been in the rankings and everything. They're the two best teams. UConn is third. I'll give it to them. UConn has struggled mightily with injuries this season. So while their record and ranking might not reflect the third best team in the country. I think there's some projection that if they get healthy, uh, that would be a a team that would be among the best of the best, which is fair. And then you have Notre Dame and Indiana tied at plus 1400. That is wild to see the links that Indiana has come in terms of women's basketball. It's awesome. If I was a betting man, It's hard to bet against South Carolina, but this is a really good Indiana team. If you think Grace Berger's coming back, sounds like she is. Grabbing them at plus 1,400 when they could potentially improve wouldn't be the worst idea. It it would be something I might even recommend if you think those odds are going to get better, which they should if Grace comes back healthy. You can find all those odds, though, over at BetOnline. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts This Michigan State team Is one that uh, They they don't have the kind of star power That they did last season And Nia Cloudon, she is gone She got drafted by the Connecticut Sun But this is still a, a tough team As I mentioned They came out of the gate strong this season They won their first six contests albeit against very mediocre competition, and none of those games were close. They were winning by 30, 40, 50 points in those games. They beat Florida A&M 109-44. None of those games were remotely close. Then they went to the Phil Knight Invitational, Legacy, whatever it is called, and struggled. They lost to Iowa State 80-49. to They lost to Oregon. And that kind of set them in a bit of a spiral. They come back. They lose to Georgia Tech in the ACC Big Ten showdown. They fall to Purdue at home in overtime. And then they lose at Ohio State. So they went from 6-0 and to 6-5. and They bounced back a bit in the non-conference games they had left. They beat Detroit. They beat Prairie View A&M both by, again, 40, 50 points, but that kind of shows you where things are. They, they've beaten the crap out of some really good or really bad teams and they're eight and five overall. But it seems like whenever they've come up against tougher teams, they haven't really met the challenge. Now, a couple of those losses were close. They lost by three to Georgia tech. They lost by five in overtime. Like I said, to Purdue, they lost by six to Ohio state. So they may not have been able to come away with the wins, but they are testing these teams and challenging them, which is why I think this is going to be a, a tight game for Indiana, even if it's one that they should come away victorious in. They The Spartans have a number of different players who have stepped up this season. If you just look at their leading scores throughout the year, there is no consistency. You look at Indiana, and it has been... Almost exclusively McKenzie Holmes. Garzon led in scoring twice. Scalia did against Bowling Green. Every other game is McKenzie Holmes. That is not the case for Michigan State. They have, I'm trying to do the math here on the fly, five, six different players, seven, eight different players that have led the team in scoring at some point or another. And not surprisingly, their scoring's pretty spread out this season. Kamira, McDaniel is their leading scorer, 14.1 points per game, 3.8 rebounds, 3.2 assists. Uh, She is shooting 41% from the field, 34.9% from three. She will shoot the three a fair amount. She's not their most prolific shooter, uh, but she is averaging over three attempts per game. Their most prolific shooter is Matilda Eck, who is their second leading scorer 11.5 11.5 points per game, shooting 43% from the field, but 41.8% from the three-point line. She is 33 of 79. 79 of her 110 field goals have come from the three-point line. Uh, she is going to hoist from beyond the arc. over si- er, Over six attempts per game. She's connecting on almost 42% of them. So that's going to be on the scouting report. Not to let her uh, get open looks, get going in any way. Gabby Elliott's averaging 9.5 points, 5.5 rebounds, shooting 53% from the field. Moira Joyner is averaging 9.3 points, 41.2% from the field. Uh, And Isaline Alexander, 9 points, 5.5 rebounds, 62% from the field. So, you have five different players averaging at least nine points. This is a joint effort. This is a team effort. Last year, Cloudon, I believe averaged 20 points per game and was their number one option. She did. She averaged 20 points on 42% shooting. She was a star this season. It's much more of a combined effort from this team to really get things going for Michigan State. So, IU's going to have to be on its toes. This is a game that anybody could get hot. There's not one player that you key in on defensively, which can sometimes make it a bit more difficult defensively. If your game plan isn't built around one person, because everybody has to be locked in. And if you're not, you're going to get burnt by somebody different. Whoever has kind of got the hot hand, it seems like is the person that can carry Michigan State on any given night. The Hoosiers will have had eight days off since that Butler game, which they didn't look great in. They they controlled the game, but they only win by 17. It wasn't the prettiest game they played. I'm willing to write a lot of those games off the week before the holidays as kind of let's just get past this, get through the holiday, or get through this so we can go home for Christmas and then come back. We'll see if I'm right in writing that off or if it was a sign of IU struggling a little bit. Either way, this is, again, a great way to start Big Ten play because this is a tough Michigan State team that's going to make sure IU is on its toes right from the get-go on Thursday afternoon. Again, you can tune into that one at 3 o'clock. Let's wrap this up by looking at the the Big Ten standings, how the the women's Big Ten conference looks as we really get underway i did this recently but we can take one more look and get a sense of what's what's in store for the hoosiers as things start for them in conference play today first so let's get serious for a moment you're hanging out with some friends you're putting a few back a few becomes too many we've all been there before as the night comes to an end people are starting to head home you're thinking should i call an uber Nah, I don't live far away. I can make it. It's not really a big deal because what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. Even then, like, I mean, your insurance goes up or maybe you just lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows the risk of drunk driving. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel under the influence that's why police officers are right there, are out there right now, looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. We live in in 2022, almost 2023. Order a Uber, guys. It is very, very simple. Play it safe. Plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Let's look at the Big Ten standings, how things are shaping up in the conference. Because games actually started on Wednesday and featured Nebraska, who the Hoosiers are playing on Sunday against Michigan, one of the ranked teams. Ohio State is playing at Northwestern. So things have already kind of gotten underway for the Big Ten. There is action tonight that should be noteworthy. IU, obviously, this afternoon. Purdue at Iowa might be a game worth tuning into. It's on Big Ten Network. Caitlin Clark's a lot of fun to watch anyway. Purdue and Iowa are two teams that the Hoosiers are going to have to play twice this season. One of them's obviously the biggest rival. The other one's one of their challengers for the Big Ten title. And on that note, right now... I would say it's shaping up to be a three-team race for this Big Ten title. Ohio State, Indiana, and Iowa. And I think those top two have separated themselves just a little bit. Iowa certainly challenged itself this season. They're 10-3 and three overall. We've mentioned this before. They lost to Kansas State, which was a, a shocker. But they've lost to UConn and NC State since then. They beat Iowa State in a, a big rivalry game, a top ten Iowa state team. So they've bounced back. They beat Wisconsin. They beat Minnesota in big 10 play so far. They're two and O Ohio state, Indiana, Iowa, Nebraska, all two and O Michigan's one and O. And then Maryland is one and one. Maryland's had a interesting season. Again, another team that's 10 and three, they've lost to South Carolina, but they beat Baylor they followed that up by losing to DePaul, an unranked team. They lost pretty handily to Nebraska in the Big Ten tournament, but that came after beating Notre Dame, who we just mentioned have the fourth-best odds to win the national title. They beat UConn, who, again, we've mentioned has been beaten up by injuries. So they've kind of been all over the place, this Maryland team. They've they've had high highs, low lows. Not really sure what to make of them. Right now, I think it's a three-team like the top three have separated themselves, and then you have Nebraska, Michigan, Maryland, maybe even Iowa or Illinois. Excuse me, factoring into that as well. I you saw firsthand what they're capable of. Their only other loss is to Delaware. Now they haven't really played anybody, so it's gonna we're gonna find out a lot about them in the coming weeks whether they're legitimate. They're still a much, much improved team. They're not going to be kind of the walkover win that they have been at times in recent years. But I think you have a couple clear tiers here where it's Ohio State, Indiana, Iowa, and then it's Nebraska, Michigan, Maryland. Illinois could jump into that, but those six I think are going to be your biggest challengers for the title this season. Nebraska is not ranked. They are 10-3. and We'll talk more about them tomorrow. Because the Hoosiers play them over the weekend. That game's going to be on ESPN. You can tune in. You can go to Assembly Hall. I'm going to be there on Sunday. But this is a, a good Nebraska team. So it's going to be a tough challenge for Indiana. Nonetheless, so the only two unbeatens in the conference are Ohio State and Indiana. They've really established themselves as legitimate contenders. We talked to Wyatt Crocher at the beginning of the season. He said it was kind of Iowa and then a gap to everyone else. I think at this point, it's Ohio State and Indiana and then a smaller gap maybe to Iowa. This has been as good of a start as the Hoosiers could have asked for. And they're going to need to stay executing on the highest level because there's not going to be much room to, to much margin for error, I should say, in the Big Ten this season. We saw last year where the Hoosiers went into the final week as the top team winning the conference into the year in fifth. And I think we could be something close to that. I'd be surprised if there were five teams vying for the title in the final week. But this is going to be a, a season-long battle. I don't think anybody's running away with the title this season. And it's going to be fun to watch the Big Ten throughout the the year. You guys absolutely should tune into these games whenever they're on Big Ten Network, which is going to be often, or whenever they're on ESPN or, or bigger stations. IU's going to be on ESPN on Sunday. Iowa has already been on ESPN and some other places with Caitlin Clark as well. This is going to be a really fun Big Ten season that Hope you guys can enjoy along with us. We'll be back tomorrow, recap this IU-Michigan State game, and as I said, preview the IU-Nebraska game. So thanks again for making us your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out Locked On Sports today, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, the take of the day, all of that available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on Twitter subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, all of that great stuff. Most importantly though, guys, everybody have a great, great Thursday. I almost said Wednesday. We're closer to the end of the week than I realized. Have a great Thursday. And as always, Elio.